Speak Indo podcast is a medium to think about life while learning the Indonesian language and culture. Season 1, Episode 7 The Folk Story of Roro Jongrang from Central Java Pada zaman dahulu kala, di Jawa Tengah, ada dua kerajaan yang bertetangga, Kerajaan Pengging dan Kerajaan Baka. Pengging adalah kerajaan yang subur dan makmur, dipimpin oleh rajanya Damar Maya, yang memiliki seorang putra bernama Bondowoso, yang gagah perkasa dan sakti. Bondowoso memiliki sebuah senjata sakti yang dinamakan Bandung, dan pasukan jin yang dapat dipanggil saat Bondowoso membutuhkan bantuan. Kerajaan Baka dipimpin oleh seorang raksasa pemakan manusia bernama Raja Baka. Kerajaan Baka juga memiliki seorang patih bernama Gupala. Meskipun seorang raksasa, Raja Baka memiliki seorang putri yang cantik dan berwujud manusia yang bernama Roro Jonggrang. Karena ingin memperluas kerajaannya, Raja Baka mengumumkan perang terhadap kerajaan Pengging. Akibat perang ini, banyak rakyat Pengging yang tewas, menderita kelaparan dan miskin. Untuk mengakhiri perang itu, Raja Damar Maya mengirimkan Bondowoso untuk mengalahkan Raja Baka. Karena kesaktiannya, Bondowoso berhasil mengalahkan dan membunuh Raja Baka dengan senjata saktinya Bandung. Sejak saat itu, dia dikenal dengan nama Bandung Bondowoso. Ketika Patih Gupala mendengar kematian rajanya, dia segera berlari kembali ke kerajaan Baka dan menceritakan kabar kematian sang raja kepada Roro Jonggrang. Roro Jonggrang pun menjadi sangat sedih atas kematian ayahnya tersebut. Setelah kerajaan Baka jatuh ke dalam kekuasaan Pengging, Bandung Bondowoso masuk ke dalam istana Baka untuk mengambil alih. Pada saat pertama bertemu dengan Roro Jonggrang, Bandung Bondowoso terpesona melihat kecantikan sang putri itu. Bandung Bondowoso jatuh cinta dan segera melamar Roro Jonggrang. Lamarannya ditolak. karena Roro Jonggrang tidak mau menikahi pembunuh ayahnya dan penakluk negerinya. Namun karena Bandung Bondowoso terus memaksa dan Roro Jonggrang tahu bahwa dia tidak mungkin mengalahkan kesaktiannya, akhirnya sang putri bersedia menerima lamarannya dengan syarat. Roro Jonggrang meminta untuk dibuatkan dua sumur dan seribu candi dalam waktu satu malam. Bandung Bondowoso segera menyetujui syarat itu dan mulai bekerja. Ketika Bandung Bondowoso berhasil menyelesaikan sumurnya, Roro Jonggrang berusaha membujuk dia untuk masuk ke dalam sumur dan memeriksa kedalamannya. Setelah Bandung Bondowoso turun, Roro Jonggrang segera memerintahkan Patih Gupala untuk menutup sumur itu dengan timbunan batu. Tetapi dengan kesaktiannya, Bandung Bondowoso berhasil mendobrak timbunan batu tersebut dan keluar dari sumur. 
karena cintanya pada Roro Jonggrang. Walaupun marah, Bandung Bondowoso tetap tenang dan bekerja menyelesaikan pembangunan seribu candi yang diminta. Dengan bantuan pasukan jinnya yang dia panggil dari dalam perut bumi, Bandung Bondowoso dengan cepat menyelesaikan pembangunan 999 candi. Mendengar bahwa Bandung Bondowoso hampir selesai, Roro Jonggrang menjadi sangat khawatir, dan dengan cepat berpikir keras mencari akal untuk menggagalkan pekerjaan itu. Dia segera membangunkan dayang-dayang istana dan perempuan desa untuk menumbuk padi dan membakar tumpukan jerami di sisi timur istana. Tak lama kemudian, cahaya kemerahan akibat pembakaran jerami pun terlihat. Bunyi alu dan lesung terdengar, dan ayam jantan pun mulai berkokok. Mengira bahwa pagi telah tiba, pasukan jin ketakutan, dan segera melarikan diri kembali ke perut bumi karena tidak mau terbakar sinar matahari. Akibatnya hanya 999 candi yang berhasil dibangun dan usaha Bandung Bondowoso memenuhi syarat Roro Jonggrang pun gagal. Setelah mengetahui bahwa kegagalannya adalah akibat tipuan Roro Jonggrang, Bandung Bondowoso menjadi murka dan mengutuk Roro Jonggrang menjadi patung batu. Karena kesaktian Bandung Bondowoso, sang putri cantik menjelma menjadi patung batu di dalam candi yang keseribu. Sekarang 999 candi yang tidak selesai itu dikenal sebagai Candi Sewu. Dan patung Dewi Durga di ruang utara candi utama di Prambanan dipercaya sebagai penjelmaan Roro Jonggrang yang dikutuk menjadi patung batu. The next one will be the English version of the story. A long time ago in central Java, there were two neighboring kingdoms, the kingdom of Pengging and the kingdom of Baka. Pengging was a fertile and prosperous kingdom led by its king Damarmaya, who had a son named Bondowoso who was strong and had magical powers. Bondowoso owned a magical weapon named Bandung and an army of spirits who could be called upon in his time of need. The kingdom of Baka was led by a human-eating giant named King Baka, and it also had a governor named Gupala. Even though he was a giant, King Baka had a beautiful human daughter named Roro Jonggrang. As he wanted to expand his kingdom, King Baka declared war against the kingdom of Pengging. Because of this war, many of the people of Pengging died, starved, and became destitute. To end the war, King Damarmaya sent Bondowoso to defeat King Baka. Because of his magical powers, Bondowoso managed to defeat and kill King Baka with his powerful weapon, Bandung. Since then, he was known with the name Bandung Bondowoso. When Governor Gupala heard about the death of his king, he ran back to the kingdom of Baka and informed the news of the king's death to Roro Jonggrang. Roro Jonggrang was devastated hearing the death of her father. After the kingdom of Baka fell into the hands of Pengging, 
Bandung Bondowoso entered the Baka Palace to take charge. When he first saw Roro Jonggrang, Bandung Bondowoso was captivated by the princess's beauty. Bandung Bondowoso fell in love and immediately asked Roro Jonggrang to marry him. His proposal was rejected as Roro Jonggrang did not want to marry her father's killer and the conqueror of her country. But as Bandung Bondowoso continuously insisted, and Roro Jonggrang knew that she could not defeat his powers, eventually the princess accepted his proposal with one condition. Roro Jonggrang asked for two wells and a thousand temples to be built within one night. Bandung Bondowoso immediately agreed to that condition and started to work. After Bandung Bondowoso managed to finish the wells, Roro Jonggrang tried to persuade him to enter the well to check its depth. After Bandung Bondowoso went down, Roro Jonggrang immediately ordered Governor Gupala to seal the well with a pile of stones. But with his powers, Bandung Bondowoso managed to break out from the pile of stones and came out of the well. Because of his love for Roro Jonggrang, although angry, Bandung Bondowoso remained calm and continued working to finish building the 1,000 temples as requested. With the help of his army of spirits, whom he called upon from the depths of the earth, Bandung Bondowoso quickly managed to finish building 999 temples. Hearing that Bandung Bondowoso was almost done, Roro Jonggrang became very worried, and she quickly fought hard to find a way to stop the work. She immediately woke up her handmaidens and the women from the village and asked them to pound the rice grains and to burn piles of hay on the eastern side of the palace. Not long after, a red light from the burning hay was seen, the pounding noise of pestle and mortar was heard, and the cock started to crow. Thinking that morning had broken, the army of spirits became afraid and immediately ran back into the depths of the earth as they did not want to be burnt by the sun's rays. Therefore, only 999 temples were completed, and Bandung Bondowoso failed to fulfill Roro Jonggrang's condition. After learning that his failure was due to Roro Jonggrang's tricks, Bandung Bondowoso became furious, and he cursed Roro Jonggrang to become a stone statue. Because of Bandung Bondowoso's powers, the beautiful princess transformed into a stone statue in the 1000th temple. Nowadays, the 999 unfinished temples are known as the Temple of Sewu. Sewu means 1000 in Javanese. And the statue of the goddess Durga in the north chamber of the main temple in Prambanan is believed to be Roro Jonggrang, who was cursed to turn into a stone statue. I'm Natasha, and this is a story that I learned when I was a kid. If you like it, please share it with your friends and family. The transcript is available on our blog, speakindo.life, or our YouTube, Speak Indo channel. We welcome your feedback. You may also subscribe to our podcast so you won't miss our next episodes. Speak Indo Podcast is a medium to think about life while learning the Indonesian language and culture. Thank you, and let's share positivity.